Hospitality is an enduring human value. Whether it be welcoming a friend or a neighbor into your home for a meal, or whether it be more general, where you serve your neighbor who is in need by preparing them food, providing them with water. These are all forms of hospitality, and they, are all, they all go to show how we value hospitality as humans. Over the past month and a half, I've been blessed to be a part of the Shepherd Congregation here, and I've been amazed at how hospitable of a congregation Shepherd is. Just this past week, our youth traveled to the National Youth Gathering, and they partook not only in worship and communion with fellow Lutherans across the world, but they also participated in service projects. Our youth traveled to a park and they helped restore habitat by, as Pastor John put it, ripping out invasive species. They had a lot of fun doing it, as you can probably imagine. Other youth at the gathering also participated by helping the homeless at homeless shelters and preparing meals. These are all forms and ways in which our youth are very hospitable and very active when it comes to service projects. But our hospitality at Shepherd doesn't and is not restricted to our youth. It extends beyond our youth. This past week, we have also been leading a bottled water drive where we are collecting bottled waters and we will be handing them out to the homeless here in Scottsdale, which is critically important, especially in the summer heat. On the e-news, I also saw a plea and a call for families to host foreign exchange students at Valley Lutheran High School. I'm not quite sure where Valley Lutheran is at when it comes to finding these host families, but all of this goes to show that we as humans value hospitality. And Jesus loves hospitality. In the Gospel of Luke, which we will be looking at today, we see a few accounts where Jesus willingly accepts hospitable acts. For example, a woman came to Jesus and anointed Jesus' feet with expensive perfume. Rather than being upset with the woman for wasting such perfume, Jesus says that what she did to him was a beautiful thing. Jesus loves hospitality. Even more, just this past week, we talked about the Good Samaritan, a rather familiar parable to us all. And in this parable, Jesus commends not the priest or the Levite who pass by their neighbor who is in need, but a Samaritan, the most unexpected of all people, who stops by their neighbor who was beaten, robbed, and left on the side of the road, and he has pity on him, aids him. Jesus commends this Samaritan. Jesus loves hospitality. Even more so, Jesus continues to love our hospitable acts today, whether it be our youth in their service projects, 
or whether it be handing out bottled water. Jesus loves these acts of hospitality because they're acts of love towards one another. In our text today, we learn about Martha and Mary. And Martha and Mary show for us two types of hospitality. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but only one thing is needed. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. Luke describes Jesus as a journeyman. From his birth, he begins his ministry in Galilee, and from there, he sets his face towards Jerusalem and starts his trek not only to the city of Jerusalem, but ultimately to his death and death on a cross. Along this journey, Jesus encounters many individuals, and he begins to collect a band of disciples and followers. But perhaps more characteristic of this ministry is that he, he begins to um, find opposition to his, what he preaches. In this opposition, Jesus even tells of himself that he has no place to lay his head. Martha, when she opens up her doors to Jesus, she is following in the footsteps of the Good Samaritan. Mary also provides a type of hospitality. Unlike Martha, who serves with her hands, she, if anything, is characterized by serving with open ears and an open heart, by sitting at the Lord's feet and listening to what he has to say. Martha and Mary provide us with two types of hospitality. Jesus, rather than or more than receiving hospitality, he lives, he loves, and he dies to offer you and me the one hospitality that is necessary. This shouldn't be surprising to us, for he himself tells us that he has come not to be served, as Martha tried to do, but to serve. And this is layered throughout Luke's gospel. Just in the narrative story, we see so many people flocking to Jesus to not serve him and be hospitable to him, but to receive his hospitable act for them and to rejoice in it. So we see this with Mary, Jesus' mother. We see it with Elizabeth and John the Baptist. We see this at Jesus' birth with the shepherds who come to Jesus and rejoice. And we also see this with Simeon 
and Anna at the temple. Later in Luke's gospel, we also see the centurion, who, in stark contrast to Martha, who welcomed Jesus into her home, this centurion recognized that he had nothing to offer Jesus. Rather, Jesus was the one who offered him something. Rather than having Jesus come under his roof, Jesus recognized that this centurion had faith, and for his faith, Jesus provided healing for his servant. Similarly, Luke records the 5,000, who, unlike Martha, who was focused on serving the Lord and disregarded what Jesus had to say, the 5,000 were so eager to hear what Jesus had to say that they flocked to Jesus and followed him out to a desolate place where Jesus had tried to retreat with his disciples. The 5,000 were so eager to follow Jesus that they had forgot to bring provisions for themselves, and Jesus was the one who was hospitable to them by providing them with food. Jesus' most hospitable act comes at the cross, where his journey comes to an end as a journeyman in Jerusalem. It's there on the cross that he dies for you and for me. And he offers up the most hospitable act of all by giving his life for us. What was that one thing that was necessary and that would not be taken away from Mary that Jesus talked about? That is the gift of salvation and the message of it found in God's own word. So, what does this mean about our own hospitable acts? How can we extend hospitality to our neighbor while keeping Jesus' hospitality in and at the front of it all? First of all, it's important that we recognize that Christianity is more than service. Christianity is more than being hospitable to our neighbor. In fact, any religion and non-religious body can perform hospitable acts. You do not need to be a Christian to hand out bottled water to the homeless. You do not need to be a Christian to help restore habitats. Rather, we must recognize that we need to be rooted in God's word. Do you have for yourself a time in which you set aside each day to read God's word and meditate upon it? If not, I encourage you to find and challenge you to find a time and a rhythm at which to read God's word. How about prayer? Are you daily in um, God's uh, word praying through the Psalms as well as praying the Lord's Prayer. If not, consider when throughout the day you can make 
time for yourself to say the Lord's Prayer and consider those in your life who are in need and lift them up to God. Are you baptized? If you have not been baptized, I encourage you to reach out to your local pastor or reach out to Pastor Scott, John, or Alan here at Shepherd of the Desert and ask what it means to be baptized. Baptism is itself the Word of God combined with water. And it brings you into God's own kingdom. How about the Lord's Supper? If you are a communed member of the church, have you received the Lord's Supper recently? This is, in a very tangible way, God's own words in a very tangible manner. Christ's own body and blood given for you for the forgiveness of sins. Each of these are ways in which God's word is at work in your and my life. Lastly, if we are to extend hospitality to our neighbor and have it rooted in Christ's own hospitality, it's important that we recognize that our hospitality is and has its grounds in God's hospitality. Not only is Christ's death and salvific act on the cross the reason for our own hospitable acts, but it is also God's own work through us that is the means by which he works. We cannot claim um, ownership of our hospitable acts. They are all to God's glory. Humans love hospitality, and it has been a value that has been upheld by humans throughout all generations. Jesus also loves our hospitable acts. In our story today, Martha and Mary presented two forms of hospitality. Jesus, rather than receiving hospitality, lives, loves, and dies to give you the greatest hospitality of all. Salvation in his name.